Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hello, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is The Daily D.C., If it's Tuesday, voters are voting somewhere. And today they are voting in primaries, in high profile primaries in Kentucky and New York. I think there are two overarching storylines occurring in today's elections. One is about the process of voting. One is about the politics in these races. So on the process, I do think today is providing yet another example of what it is to be voting in the midst of a pandemic and what impact that has. Because here's the reality of elections going forward in this era. The voting and the results are not likely to happen on the same day. So when you circle in November election day for Trump versus Biden and the big presidential race, it is very possible that when you're tuning in or dialing up coverage on that Tuesday night, We won't know who won the election because there is such a dramatic increase in voters voting by mail. And in many states, the deadlines for those ballots to be returned and counted and processed by elections officials are days, if not a week, after Election Day itself. And if you have some 60 percent of the country voting by mail... You're not going to be able to make solid projections on who's winning without knowing the makeup of those votes that were cast by mail. It's going to be an election day that really is an election week long in November. The voting will be just the beginning of election day. The results will be coming thereafter. And we may be seeing that tonight in Kentucky and New York. In Kentucky and New York, we know that we are going to see a dramatic increase in vote by mail in Kentucky. The Democratic governor, the Republican secretary of state, they hatched a plan together there. They waived the fact that you normally need an excuse to vote absentee in Kentucky. No longer do you need that. It is a no excuse absentee voting state because of coronavirus and the pandemic. So there's been this dramatic uptick in applications for ballots and in ballots being returned. Now, there is in-person voting going on today. But it's dramatically scaled back. One reason why is that there just aren't as many people volunteering in the midst of a pandemic to be poll workers. So what you have in the vast majority of the counties in Kentucky, for example, you have a single location for in-person voting today. Now, again, in-person voting is likely to make up a much smaller share of the overall electorate than it normally does. Many more people are voting absentee. But still, in the most populous county... Jefferson County, home to Louisville in Kentucky, there's a single site. Now, don't go and think that that means that one little schoolhouse is supposed to handle all of Jefferson County uh, voters. No, it's happening at the Expo Center in Louisville in downtown and a huge cavernous convention hall kind of thing. And it's all broken up into everyone's legislative districts. Certainly, 
it may not be as convenient a location for many voters as their local school or library or church or wherever they would be voting normally might be. It might be a longer drive or a longer bus ride or what have you to get to the polls if you're voting in person today. But it is still, uh, by all reports so far, in, again, that most populous county in, in Jefferson County, a pretty smooth operation thus far. We haven't seen any reports of, of widespread chaos there or in the Lexington area, the second most populous uh, county in, in the state of Kentucky. Now, there are, with dramatic increases in people voting by mail and requesting absentee ballots, there are more anecdotal stories popping up about people not receiving their ballots in time. And that's going to be a serious concern going forward. If so much of the electorate is going to be voting by mail, as they are in Kentucky and New York today, then it's going to be on elections officials and the U.S. Postal Service to make certain that people are getting their ballots that they requested so that their vote is not disenfranchised in any way. But we have learned from the Kentucky Secretary of State that we won't really see results from the big counties and perhaps from a great majority of the counties until next week. June 30th can be when we start seeing the results because that is when they are expected to release because that is when a few days later from when the ballots are required to be back in the hands of elections officials. They have to be postmarked by today and received by June 27th. So a lot of counties in Kentucky not expecting to release their votes until June 30th. By the way, something very similar in New York. We're going to see more than 50% of the people perhaps voting in New York today via absentee ballot. Usually, it's a big in-person voting state. There's going to be 3,900 or so polling locations statewide today. Fewer than there are normally, no doubt about that. And again, the ballot has to be postmarked by today, but received at elections headquarters by June 30th. So, so Many of the votes cast may not be processed and counted tonight, which is going to make it hard to get any definitive results. So if you just look at Kentucky and New York today as sort of a microcosm, you're going to see the challenges that lie ahead for campaigns, elections officials, voters, the U.S. Postal Service in making sure that November runs as smoothly as possible, but almost guaranteed it's going to be a longer counting process and determination of winners than we are used to in American elections. As for the politics today, we talked a little bit about the high-profile races yesterday. I do think it is worth noting what you are going to see today is this progressive wing versus establishment inside the Democratic Party. Do the progressives get the victory that they didn't get in the presidential, right? With the departure of Elizabeth Warren and Bernie Sanders from the presidential race and the more establishment guy, Joe Biden, emerging as the nominee. Do we see in this era of an electrified, awakened electorate and the protests we've seen in the street, do we see inside the Democratic Party that the insurgent candidates, the progressive, more left-wing candidates uh, from the party overtake their establishment uh, contenders in these contests, specifically the battle to take on Mitch McConnell in the Democratic Senate primary in Kentucky and Elliot Engel, uh, the chairman of the Foreign Affairs Committee in the House, 32 years nearly he's been serving in Congress. Uh, is he vulnerable to this challenge from his left? We're also going to see if Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who two years ago at this time was the surprise of the night when she defeated Democratic Queens boss Joe Crowley, the number four Democrat in the House of Representatives at the time, uh, when she defeated him in her surprise upset victory 
in New York two years ago. Well, this time she's got a primary, but it's coming from her right. She's the left wing candidate, even though she's the incumbent. Right. And she's facing a challenge uh, from a more centrist Democrat. We'll see uh, if indeed Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is taking on any water as we see the results come in. There are a couple open House races in New York that are worth watching, too. Jose Serrano, Nita Lowy, two longtime members of uh, the Democratic uh, New York congressional delegation, both retiring after this cycle. Their open seats are on the ballot. Who emerges as the nominee? Again, likely to be the automatic congressperson come November because these are not very competitive D versus R. The primary is where the action is. So watch to see how the party chooses to put which face forward, how Democrats want to be seen as being represented in these districts. That will be a key thing to watch as the results come in. That does it for this edition of The Daily DC. Thank you all so much for listening. We hope you'll tune in again right here tomorrow. When you work, you work next level. When you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number smart beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.